0: He talks right, he knows his stuff, and he knows how to make a girl laugh. laugh. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, from the studios in the wrestling capital of the South, it's another terrific episode of The Binge Buster Show. Please welcome your host, Tony Binge.
0: Hello everyone, welcome to The Binge Buster Show, coming to you right here in the studios in the wrestling capital of the south uh charlotte north carolina and uh we are here and set tonight to uh record another great show and without any further ado i want to bring on my co-host co-host co-conspirator i'm talking about none other than mr rock and roll chris plano chris what is going on
1: Oh, terrific. Tony, thank you for having me tonight. Wow, and I know it's been a couple of weeks since we last recorded. Looking forward to tonight's show. Uh, boy, I can't believe we're at the end of August, and wow, the the summer is just about over for us, but it has flown by.
0: I'll tell you, it's been a crazy summer with all kind of uh, concerts and wrestling matches and vacations and, man, career changes. I mean, you you, you say it has happened. Uh, this summer and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's been crazy, but, uh, I'm glad to, to be back with you and, and, uh, getting to catch up and, uh, of course, getting to talk to our great listeners at home on, uh, on, on the happenings in pro wrestling. Uh, but before we uh, get to that, man, we have got to, uh, talk about, uh, you, Chris, what I know the last, the, the last show I, uh, done with, uh, with, uh, Corey Edsel uh you were uh, on vacation uh tell us about the vacation you went on
1: oh i went down to north myrtle beach tony for a few days uh, really my first vacation of <laughs> the summer um it was a great time you know seagulls had some good seafood just sitting on the beach relaxing letting the sun taking it all
0: in man that's great i know uh It's usually me going, hey, I'm going on vacation, Chris, but this time it was you, man. And I know it was well-deserved, and uh, I know that you you can Well, if I remember our conversation, uh, it wasn't a vacation that you had planned out for a while. It was kind of a spur-of-the-moment kind of thing, right?
1: It really was. We caught a good deal on a room for a couple of nights, and we went on down and hung out at the world-famous Oceani's beach bar and hit a few other places and had a good time. And and I possibly may be back there Labor Day weekend. We'll see.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. I've got a couple of trips planned coming up, uh, but, but uh, they're not until October. Uh, I'm, I'm making a trip back down to uh, Georgia and then, of course, to Myrtle Beach for uh, Halloween weekend, uh, taking the family down there to uh, uh, hang out at our uh, favorite campground. And uh, we're gonna camp out for a few days and let the kids do some trick or treating and uh, uh, you know get 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 our last little rest before uh, the winter hits us. Um, but man, uh, a lot a lot been going on uh, here in the uh, in the wrestling world and uh, with uh, of course with um, the uh, NAWA uh, organization that I, I wrestle for pretty often. Uh, you know they they they've, they've got some huge stuff happening over in the next few weeks and I'm I'm looking forward to that um and I know Chris uh you have uh uh you 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 actually went to a couple concerts here uh, over the last few weeks mm-hmm. um Oh yes, absolutely. And which ones were those?
1: Boy, who have I seen? We saw REO Speedwagon, right and Sticks and Loverboy. They were rocking out earlier this month PNC and brought back a lot of great memories from the 80s.
0: Yeah uh, I'm sure uh, and, and, and like this weekend uh, I believe we have um, uh, Rod Stewart is coming to Charlotte.
1: <laughs> the legendary Rod Stewart is coming to Charlotte. He absolutely is, I can never recall him playing PNC music pavilion in my past. But uh, cheap trick is opening up for him, and boy, that's going to be a great duo, and uh, should be a great crowd.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to to that show. Uh, I'm still on the fence, Chris. I'm still contemplating whether I want to make the trip and uh, you know go go to the show and check it out. Uh, I'm you know I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, but uh, any 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 event, it 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 should be good. Uh, but getting back to the uh, wrestling news, man, a lot going on. Uh, big changes within the World Wrestling Entertainment, I almost said Federation. But uh, World Wrestling Entertainment, Vince is uh, is gone uh, as we last um, reported on our last show that you and I done together. Uh, now, Chris, I, I, I know that, that you saw the big news last week. You know, it's so funny. Back in in uh, in the in the two thousands. DX was trying to take over the WWE, and now DX runs the
1: WWE. (laughs) Pretty much, uh, Tony. uh, How does uh, Deja Vu definitely round circles? But I'll tell you that uh, the WWE right now is uh, Vince McMahon is like they say, Vince who? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. It's right now. Um, but they have an opportunity here, I think, and I think they're going to make the most of it with uh, Triple H and, and Stephanie McMahon and and others behind the scenes to maybe you know they're going to rebrand WWE, but it's I think they're going to have a shift in what you see on television and in their storylines and just overall what they're doing to really you know keep those fans engaged and captured.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, uh, but I do think that that now that we have other people in charge, I think we're definitely going to start to see a huge change in in the way that that we see wrestling. Uh, I think it's going to get edgy again, which it needs to, because I think uh, you know I, I think the fans are missing that.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, it does bring in. A demographic of fans. Um, you know, WWE at one time was really family friendly, somewhat kid friendly, you know, under Vince's reign, and that may be changing now. And with all the competitions with all elite wrestling, you got Impact Wrestling, other organizations out there, and just the influx of international talent, you're just going to, I think, see a, a shake up just overall in what they do.
0: Yeah, I, I think so too, and I'm 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 excited to, to actually see uh, what's going on. I know uh, big changes within WWE, as as we all know. Uh, it seemed like just a, a you know a month or so ago, Jeff Jarrett was in charge of live events, and now he has been replaced by Road Dogg Jesse James. That happened, uh, I think, on Tuesday. Um, so uh, I'm curious to see what, what what you know what the future holds for Jeff Jarrett. I know he and uh, Conrad Thompson uh, do a tr- they uh, do a tremendous podcast, and uh, uh, I know Jeff Jarrett comes from a big wrestling uh, promotion family. So I'm curious to see if they're going to start up, especially with the um, with the uh, six, the with with, with the uh, six success of Ric Flair's last match. Uh, I know uh, Jarrett and Conrad were kind of behind promoting that, and it did really well drew big numbers. So I don't see why they uh, wouldn't try to uh, you know run run more shows like that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, y- you know they had obviously Rick Flair was the draw and, and the storyline of the last match really is what brought the interest to the show. You know you know their biggest challenge is where do we take it from here you know obviously television you would think with folks like them would want to be in the works at some level and 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 obviously the acquiring of talent uh, yeah. on, a, on a consistent basis yeah
0: for sure so i'm i'm I, I can't wait to 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 see what happens there um you know the 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 way I look at it, the the more places that are running, that's more places guys can get a job and, and make some money in this in in the wrestling business. So I'm definitely excited about that. Absolutely, uh, for good. Uh, well, right now I'm gonna take a quick little break as um, the NAWA they have a huge show coming up on Saturday, September the 24th in Lenore, and uh, we're gonna take a break right now. And when we come back. Chris and I will be will be discussing more inside scoops in the world of professional wrestling. The NAWA Final Conflict, Saturday, September twenty fourth, bell time seven p.m. at the American Legion Hall in Lenore, North Carolina. Main event: Hair versus Mask, as and the TV title on the line. As the Moonshine B takes on the new The Crown Champion, AJ Frost, plus C NAWA Heavyweight Champion, Big Donnie in Action, and all the stars of the NAWA that Saturday, September 24th at the American Legion Hall, Lenore, North Carolina, 401 Main Street, Northwest Lenore, North Carolina. Tickets $10. Kids six to twelve five dollars and kids five and under are free come out and support the n-a-w-a final conflict saturday september 24th at the american Legion hall in lenore north carolina be there all right fans we are back uh man chris the n-a-w-a they're they're getting ready to, to blow up again um you know they uh, always take take that that little summer break, uh, which I think we all need. Um, but uh, but man, you know the fall is is around the corner, and uh, the mm-hmm. and a uh, matter of fact, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, the uh, I had a double shot. I uh, worked for NAWA and another promotion all the same night, and uh, man, uh, Chris, it was it was crazy. NAWA hasn't had a show I think since probably june or may or june and uh first show back sold out i'm talking they're hanging from the rafters uh i went in took care of business uh quick about an eight minute match and i i, I put little donnie uh down for the for the one two three and uh here uh, on this show uh the uh, promoters have not signed me to a match so right here on the podcast i'm laying out an open challenge any of those uh NAWA stars or anybody else for that matter that, that, that want to um, come out and face me, man, I'm ready. I have been uh, dieting training. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying, trying to get myself back in in the shape I was in when I was 20 years old and uh, man, I'm ready. So uh, September 24th, it's going to be, it's going to be on fire.
1: Tony, it sounds like a, a great card. I mean, you know, these guys came back after a little hiatus. Wrestlers arrested. They were ready to go biting at the chomp, and and, and they're still biting at the chomp. And and I love how you're challenging the locker room because, you know, the greatest thing about that, you never know who's coming behind that curtain.
0: Yeah, you never know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm excited. I know uh, right now uh, the uh, promoter just sent me a list of some of the matches uh there's going to be a gentleman by the name of Mason taking on Mike Mon, uh Merrick Moore taking on Jackson Cage. Uh of course, Hair versus Mask, there must be a winner as B&B, uh this is the main event actually. B&B take taking on AJ Frost, the Mask versus the Hair and the TV title I do believe is on the line. So this is going to be a good one. I know these two have been fighting all over the Mid Atlantic area, uh, so that that match is going to come to a head. Also, the NAWA Heavyweight Championship rematch as Big Donnie uh, accepts the challenge of former champion Golden Gladiator Number Two, a real good friend of mine. So I'm sure Little Donnie or Little Don Big Donnie is going to have his work cut out there. Uh, NAWA Tag Team Title match as newly crowned champions uh, Max Carnage and Ted will defend their titles against the Allen brothers. Um, and then tons, tons more action. Of course, like I said, I've issued an open challenge. Uh, I'm challenging anybody in that locker room that won't come out. Matter of fact, Chris, I might even dust off the old Mid Atlantic championship and put that on the line too. You never know.
1: Tony, I love it. You've been training. You've been on a roll and you're not scared of anyone coming out of that locker room from top to bottom. And I know if there's anyone That will put the title on the line. It is you and not have one ounce of fear because that opponent that walks the aisle against you, we know so very well. Those butterflies start doing some strange things in their stomach.
0: Yeah, for sure. Especially when, when, when they know they're going to be getting in the ring with a legend like myself. I mean, you know, I've been Mm -hmm. there with all the, all the top stars of the NWA WWE WCW I mean I I've, I've been in there with a lot of them and uh a lot of times I might I might have uh you know I'm sure they they've cheated every time that those stars have have defeated me but uh it is what it is uh but but I'm telling you Chris I'm I'm excited about about where everything's going uh the music industry is taking off I know I we we've been like like the, right like right now the uh you know the one thing that you and I have talked about the most um, the uh, stadium tour—that uh, thing is taking off. It is going. It's all over the place, um, and man, um, they are they they are making a lot of money uh, on this uh, uh, st- uh, stadium tour. Tony, I'm telling you,
1: since this tour started back in mid-June, it has been nothing but on fire. Uh, I can't believe there's maybe about two and a half weeks left in the, in the tour, which is God, I, I went by just so quick, but they do have a number of cities left to hit, and they're going to fulfill the tour uh, as it was planned back in 2020. And yeah. they didn't cancel any cities. There was no hiccups. All that's the uh, knock on wood here. We still got two and a half weeks to go. But with that said, man, they have they have cleaned up and uh, they have rocked the U.S. in the fifty states.
0: Yeah, and and actually, the stadium tour is actually in the top ten uh, highest-grossing concerts of the summer of twenty twenty-two. So that right there is pretty amazing.
1: I mean, Tony, this could be the laying of groundwork. For other 80s bands to attempt to do this, it, it, it could be a couple of these bands that are currently touring on the stadium tour. There could be some new bands that may want to jump on as well. But I think they they took a chance and it's paid off. And I think it's opened up some eyes and some other bands for some opportunities.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, I was ac- actually looking up uh, right now, uh, basically... Motley Crue and Def Leppard stadium tour has made almost five million dollars per show. Chris, per show, that that right wow. there is amazing. Just 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 thinking about that, that right now.
1: I mean, the fans are obviously spending the money. I mean, this has been two years in the waiting. Sometimes people say three when the tickets first went on sale mm-hmm. um, in 2019, but. um the, the the money is there they're buying the merchandise they're buying the tickets and food and drink at the at the venues and and uh, everyone's making money
0: yeah they and um, you know, yeah that's really what it's all about yeah and the crazy thing is and, and, and you don't really think about uh, you know how how well it's drawing but they're selling an average of 36,000 tickets each night
1: Absolutely, that, that, and, in, and in the average is 36, but much higher in, in probably some certain cities, just overall sales, and and Tony, it goes just beyond the ticket sales and the bands making money. The The economic impact that it has in the cities that they're hitting, when you talk about hotels and restaurants and people using Uber and Lyft and and. and airlines and stuff, it trickles down throughout the hospitality industry an industry that is still recovering, you know, from the pandemic. Yeah. So it's, it's great. It's, it's just even more just beyond the show. You know, they're bringing an influx of, of people into a city, especially on weekends that, that may not have traveled, you know, to those areas.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, that's what's even crazier, is the fact that you know not uh, everybody thinks about well the uh, the uh, the uh, acts and the and the bands are mm-hmm. the ones that's making all the money, but they're not thinking about how much money that that band is making each town they go to with like you said hotels and lifts and food and beer and every, everything, that, Hotel that, that, everything that goes on behind the scenes. Uh, and speaking absolutely. of absolutely speaking of behind the scenes, Chris. Uh, last week, we, we, we wasn't able to do a podcast, but uh, I, I want to get your take on this. I, I, I saw it and sent it to you, but Tommy Lee uh, thinking that it's 1987 and he's partying like a rock star uh, going on all on all his social medias and, and posting a picture uh, of his love gun, so to speak. Um, what do you think about that, Chris? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I did get a, I did get a glimpse of, of the
1: picture and uh, and I, I think for some uh, ladies they've uh, <laughs> been in a trance since they've seen it. <laughs> but uh, um, you, you know, for Tommy Lee, I'm not sure if it was overall the best move. Um, you know, just overall, just you know, from the fans are drawing to the tour, both young and old, and everything in between. But you know, when it comes to Tommy Lee, you can't put anything
0: past them. No, and uh, I actually did uh, see a glimpse, or not a glimpse, I saw a clip uh, where he was in, I think, uh, Texas, and he was explaining to the people uh, what made him <laughs> go out there and do that. But he said that that, that he had like a two-week break from the tour, uh, and he partied a little bit, got drank too much, uh, and, decided, <laughs> and decided to just take a picture of himself and post it on social media. Uh, and of course that, that thing blew up, no pun intended, but that, 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 that photograph blew up, uh, 20 year olds were actually seeing something that we all saw in the nineties. Uh, if, right. uh, if, uh, you watch the Pam and Tommy, uh, home video. Um, but you know, Chris, right. I, I sit there and, 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 <laughs> and I hear people talk about that, uh, Obviously the people that, that are talking about about Tommy Lee have definitely not partied with Tony and Chris because we way past Ta- Tommy Lee. Let's let's be honest here.
1: Absolutely. No, they haven't. And you know, and you know, for some people, you know, the majority of the fans, they do remember the crazy days of Motley Crow. You know, the new fans, you know, the new generation to them, it's like, okay, you know, and they are drawing new fans. And, and a new, you know, you've got, you know, parents bringing the kids and things like that. So you have got to be sensitive, you know, to who sees it and the audiences. And, you know, everything social media these days is so instantaneous. It's uh, once it's kind of out there, it's out there.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it, it's crazy, um, you know, now because now we, we have so much social media is out there and, You know, you were able to, um, see more things than what, than what we got to see back in the eighties and nineties. So, uh, it's just Mm -hmm. one of those things, man, uh, uh, that, that, that I think is cool, uh, is, is now, you know, we, uh, we, we, we don't have to go out and buy a circus magazine or a rip magazine. We just go on TikTok and, know, and social media, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, uh, and, and we see it as it happens. So I, th- I think that's 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 really cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, and, 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 and social media has its advantages and its disadvantages. And if there's anything about this stadium tour, all four bands are leveraging social media, you know, to put their product on on numerous platforms. You know, whether it's behind the scenes stuff, but, you know, during the show, after the show, pre-show. So, and, and they're reaching a much more wider audience.
0: Yes. And they're doing it well. They're uh, doing really good. So, uh, I, I, I think that's pretty awesome. Uh, now, Chris, what I, what I like to do on, on the show uh, i know on your social medias you you go out you go out there every thursday and you post uh Plano's yeah. live music pulse so give us a little um a, a, a little a little taste of, of what what we can see if we log into that uh what is uh, s- some of the uh bands that that uh that uh, you were talking about on that this week
1: well this uh well it's you know it's an interesting time you know with the summer winding down you know labor day looming as well but you know, obviously, I believe the premier concert this weekend is Rod Stewart with Cheat Trick, opening up um, Friday night at the Outdoor Amphitheater. So I, I would say that's definitely the headliner, in in my opinion. But also, the Goo Goo Dolls are in town this weekend. Um, Jamie Johnson is as as well. The Lumineers. So there are national acts, you know, coming through. And and just on the local scene, I mean, Tony, no matter if it's a bar or brewery, there's some kind of band playing there. And it it, it seems just post-COVID, that seems to be the trend when it comes to the local venues and bars and breweries. It seems they almost have to book a band, whether it's a tribute band or, you know, a band that plays originals, but that seems to be the new theme to get people out.
0: Yeah, yeah, and 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 it's working. As a matter of fact, as as we're talking, I was actually reading over your uh, your post, mm-hmm. and I saw that there's actually a Poison uh, tribute band playing tomorrow night as well.
1: <laughs> yes, correct. Uh, yeah, at, at uh, Stooges uh, Pub and Grub down in uh, the Matthews Mint Hill area. I, I do frequent it every once in a while and a uh, great venue to see some local music and uh, some great tribute bands playing and and national bands. And and the good thing about this is, you know, what, what I list, I list free shows. I, I list shows what minimal cover charges, somewhat higher cover charges, and then some that are selling legitimate tickets too. So it's a little bit of everything. And, but I, I think what I post is, it could almost fit anyone's budget.
0: Yeah, for sure. And 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 it's, and it's, and it's a little something for everybody, which is, which is really cool.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And, 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 Tony, I know we were just talking about Poison and the stadium tour, and I, I don't know if you've heard this week. I believe I did tell you, but, you know, okay. Brett Michaels is wasting no time. He is going right back on the road after the Vegas show. On September uh, 9th, I believe, and he will be here in Charlotte on Friday, October seventh. A free show at the Speedway for NASCAR weekend. I mean, God, we just saw the guy in June. He's coming back with his with his with the Brett Michaels band, and he's going to jam the tunes in Charlotte one more time.
0: Oh, that that's awesome.
1: I mean, free show—you can't even beat that. <laughs> But uh, yeah, you can't beat that stuff. at all. Absolutely. So that'll be. I'm sure we'll be talking more about that towards uh, early October. But it was just announced uh, this week.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, uh, I, 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 I mean, any chance I get to see Poison, Brett Michaels, uh, man, I'm, I'm out there. What about the Red Hot Chili Peppers? I, I, heard, I heard they're, heard they're coming to Charlotte too.
1: They're coming to Charlotte Labor Day weekend at Bank of America Stadium and, uh, which is home to the NFL's Carolina Panthers but it has seen its uh, fair share of concerts in 2022 and, uh, uh, both the Red Hot Chili Peppers and then also later in September Elton John is coming as well so the big, big names are coming and, and uh, the city is changing as far as you know what concerts you know and, and the venues that they're playing
0: yeah it's it i'm mean, i'm i'm excited man and as a matter of fact as i sit here and, and talk to you and, and we record this podcast uh man i'm chomping at the bit about maybe going and seeing rod stewart cuz i've i've never seen rod stewart but but and also he's got cheap trick with him and of course you you and i have saw cheap trick together yes. a couple times so yes, man, yeah, I'm absolutely. I'm I'm on I'm on the fence. I'm 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 almost over it. I'm I'm about ready to uh, uh, log into my ticket my, my, my ticket buying <laughs> app and, and snag a couple tickets and say, all right, Chris, let's go.
1: <laughs> That's the way it is now. Just get get on your phone, your tablet, or laptop or PC, and uh, click a couple of buttons. And you have tickets on your phone. Tony, what happened to the days you used to sleep all night in front of the box office at the record store, and then just to wait open up at ten a.m. and get those tickets? You're right, exactly.
0: <laughs> Not anymore. Jeez. Now I just do it right, right, right from the from the from the privacy of your own home.
1: I know. I miss those days. I'll tell
0: you. I, mean, I know. Me too. Well, uh, I, fans, I think that's going to do it for us this week on the podcast, as we didn't really have a specific topic. Uh Chris and I just wanted to kind of catch up and uh, and talk about a few things, uh, wrestling, music, you know, our two favorite things. Uh next week we're going to be uh going back in time and uh uh going back into the 80s and I've got a I've got a couple of uh big events that we're going to discuss. Uh and that that's coming up next week here on the on the Bench Buster show. Chris, you, you have anything else before we go off the air?
1: No, Tony, you know, it's a great time of the year. Great time to be a wrestling fan. Great time to be a part of the music scene. And, and, you know, some of my, and I know we're going to be talking about it, Tony, next month or two, but we are slowly creeping into fall brawl season. And, and yes. some of my most memorable matches were, yes. were at fall brawl. And uh, and uh, it's always great to reminisce about it. it's always great to see the leaves turning as we head into the fall.
0: Yes, uh, I'm, I'm with you. One of my favorite times of the year because we, I know the the hot weather is starting, starting to simmer down, and like you mm-hmm. said, the leaves are changing, and it's just, it just feels good outside.
1: Absolutely. If you get out there early, early enough in the morning, even before the sun rises, you can you can sense a little Christmas in the air before the sun comes up.
0: Yeah, exactly. Me too. I, I'm looking forward to it. Well, fans, uh, thank you for joining us this week, and we will see you next week here on The Binge Buster Show.
1: Thank you for listening to The Binge Buster Show. Make sure you like us on Facebook and download us on your favorite podcast platform.